Welcome to the prolific teaching ministry of Pastor Emmanuel Iren, lead pastor of Celebration Church International. It is his vision to partner with you for your progress and joy in the faith. Ready, set, grow. Now turn your Bibles, Ephesians chapter 3. We have just a few minutes. This is not a teaching meeting. It's a prayer meeting. It's a prayer meeting. Let me tell you something. One of the most important things that you can receive from the ministry, from the ministry of an apostle is a prayer life. It doesn't matter what is present in a ministry. If they have not caught the spirit of prayer, something very important is missing. There are things God has destined to do through you that you will never be able to do if you have not learned to pray. You may see visions about it. You may dream about it. In meetings like this, people might tell you by prophecy, but it will not happen. And that's no prophecy of doom. You just didn't know how to execute the counsel of God. Even the Son of God, all right, had to bury himself in the Garden of Gethsemane and continue there to build stamina for the journey ahead. How much more you? You're going to have to learn this ministry of prayer. Are you in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 15? From verse 14, you see that this is something Paul is passionate about. From the text, you can read the emotions from it. He says, for this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. This must be something special, something important. He says, for this, I bow my knees. Not many times did you see Paul talk like this. He said, this one requires a posture. I'm going to bow my knees for this one. To the God of our Lord Jesus Christ. The, the one of whom the whole family in heaven and earth, I know this text, I think it's just stage fright. The whole family in heaven and earth is named. He says that he will grant you according to, to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Wow. So the inner man can get stronger. Did you hear what I said? The inner man can do what? So when you study the anatomy of a man or a woman, you know that they have muscles that can get tougher. But now in the word of God, we discover something. That there are muscles in the spirit and we can build capacity in the spirit. Did you hear what I said? You can leave this place stronger than you came. You can leave this place stronger than... You will leave this place stronger than you came. Something interesting happened recently. We're packing out of my former house to a new house. And then I saw old gym equipment. And they made me smile. Because I remember when, just three years ago... I went to buy those equipment and I felt, ah, listen, I'm ready to do more. I'm ready to get fit. And I went to buy this baby bench press. 
and the weights on them were about 30 kg thereabouts. And to lift them, I'll go, you know. Literally struggle at the beginning to press five times or ten times. But after a while, I forgot they were there. Why? Because I outgrew them. They became like toys to me. So now, now I go to an actual gym that has... I don't consider those ones weights anymore. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? So when I saw them moving it out, I, I, the memory just came. And then I remembered once upon a time, it took a lot to lift this. And then it was even hard to remember, why was it hard to lift this? I was like, wow, really? The same thing can happen to your spirit. Did you hear what I said? There are things that you used to struggle with last year that you shouldn't be struggling with now. The progress in the faith must be evident for all to see. There is progress. Not just church attendance, but progress. It says I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he might grant you, grant you to be strengthened with might. Did you hear what I said? You can be strengthened with might. Or ever. You can be strengthened with might. Gabriel. Imabong. You can be strengthened with might. You can gain more stamina. In the things of the spirit. You can. Do you want to? Joan and Jessica. It's good when you're sitting together. I don't have to guess who is who. Say, I'm here to be strengthened with might in my inner man. And God help you that you are committed physically. And that you have built muscle. Now, I have the opportunity to shade people who are bigger than me. Now, I want to face this side as I'm saying what I'm saying. If you have physical muscle, it's witness against you if you don't have spiritual muscle. Because there is testimony of what your will can produce. So you must exhibit the same interest in the things of God. Build spiritual muscle. Turn your Bibles, 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Are you in 1 Timothy 4, 8? Read it together loud as you can. One, two, go. It says, but 
For bodily exercise profited little, but godliness is profitable unto all things. Listen, it was a very popular way to exalt spiritual realities by making comparison with natural things. For instance, Paul says, do not be drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. And now to talk about stamina in the Spirit, he uses bodily exercise. Yeah. As great as that is, in comparison, that's little. It says, godliness is profitable unto all things. Meaning there is an exercise in the Spirit. There is a Spirit gym. <laughs> and there are activities you expose yourself to that make you stronger. Are you listening to me? I said there is a spirit gym. And there are activities you expose yourself to that make you stronger. There is an exercise unto godliness. So he says, verse 7, exercise yourself rather unto godliness. There is an exercise in it. You can get better. You can get stronger. The same way you can alter your physical form. You can alter your spiritual form. And then people who knew you before will look at you and say, is this you? Is this not Jesus, the son of the carpenter? From whence cometh this wisdom? <laughs> You've altered something. You've been somewhere. It might have happened in secret. Maybe your friends heard you were coming here and they thought it was a waste of time. Your profiting will appear to all. Amen. Did you hear what I said? Thank you, Jesus. And one of the most important ways to build our spiritual capacity is with a prayer life. The mistake that many of us made was that we thought that prayer is about making requests. And yes, in prayer we have the opportunity to make requests. The Bible, after all, says with prayer and supplication, make your what? So there is a place for that in prayer. But that's not all that prayer is about. Think about it. Why would Jesus come to his disciples and say, what? Couldn't you watch with me one hour? Why is one hour important? What are you saying that takes one hour? What was Jesus saying? Let this cup pass over me. That's one, one second now. Are you listening to me? Yes, if it is about request, you can finish it in one second. Let this cup pass over me. So why then was one hour important? That he will come to the sleeping disciples and say, couldn't you watch more? I want you to put on your thinking caps and reason with me. If it is just about requests, prayer should be so straightforward, so short. But if one hour might be important and many times not enough, it means it is no longer about just making requests. It is about building stamina. Are you listening to me? See, the phenomenon called spiritual strength is repeated so many times in the Bible. It's unmistakable. You can build spiritual strength. 
So now he tells them, ah, after Peter had been sleeping, he said, pray that you do not fall into temptation. Build stamina. Build stamina for it. Build stamina for trying times. And that one takes time. Just the same way, no matter how, how interested you are, in building, you know, having fit farm, it's going to take consistency. It won't happen overnight. It won't happen in three days. It won't happen in one month. Are you listening to me? Do you know, a lot of people don't know that a prayer season is not enough. What is required is a prayer life. If the Bible is correct in making a comparison between bodily exercise and spiritual exercise, it means special seasons of devotion are not enough. What you need is a prayer life. And it's something our generation doesn't really know about. Our parents know more about it. It was more common to hear our parents say, we are going on a 30-day adventure. And every night, from this time to this time, I will pray for 30 days. But in our generation, it's something that we don't really hear. And because an apostle is a, is a protector, a custodian of culture, there are some things we have to bring back. Are you listening to me? You, you have to bring it back and protect it. We must return to the culture of prayer and give ourselves to it as a lifestyle. Because you don't go to the gym one week and that will be sufficient. So if the Bible made a correlation between bodily exercise and spiritual exercise, it means there must be a consistency to it. Where you say every day. And so in camp meetings like this, you can have an extra stretch just to develop a dynamo effect, something to push you. All right? But at the same time, you have to keep paddling. If the boat is going to keep moving, you have to keep paddling. So it doesn't matter how efficacious your prayer would be today. If on Monday you don't pray, on Tuesday you don't pray, you've lost the results. You know, it's very interesting being a man of God and having gym membership. <laughs> because it keeps, your gains keep fluctuating like this. <laughs> you know, when a season like this comes, <laughs> you know, yesterday my wife looked at me and said, oh my God, it's already going. I said, no ma, don't, no ma. It's reboot camp. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's work on the spirit first. We'll come back to that. I'm not trying to show up on GQ magazine. <laughs> oh, you see, as important as these things are, you have to get your priorities right. Yes, sir. I've chosen my own. Don't worry. We'll balance everything. But I only said that to say this. There must be a consistency to it. You must make up your mind to build a consistent prayer life. 
And so what we are doing today is just to push you by the power of the right environment and by the spirit of the ah, so that you can come into your own. Take the staring of your devotional life and move on from there. So the reason why you will need to go one hour, two hours, three hours in the Garden of Gethsemane is so that the angels can come and strengthen you like they did Jesus. It, is, it was about stamina, not about requests. Did it ever occur to you, Jesus? God never replied to that prayer. <laughs> God never replied that prayer. Because, you see, in prayers like that, God replies with strength. Not with an answer. Not with dear son. How are you? If so, doxology. God doesn't reply like that. Sometimes what you need is strength. So sometimes you know prayer has been answered when, when you are done praying. There is just an audacity, a strength, a stamina. And you who are saying, oh, my soul is exceeding sorrowful even unto death. As you were coming in, you come out and you say, oh, it's the time and the hour of darkness. And then your, your disciples who were sleeping, they are fidgety and perturbed. And you say, oh, calm down. Now is the time and the hour of darkness. You've settled some things. Are you with me? If I was to title this charge, I would title it Stamina. Something we must build. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 10, a popular text. I want you to open it. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 10. Thank you, Jesus. There's a song Pastor Maiwa wrote. We walk, we run, we fly, all right? I heard it once online. Who can sing it for us? Come. Do you know the song? Sing it along, everybody. We walk. You see, the song came to mind because the Bible says, They that wait upon the Lord shall what? It is that stamina I'm talking about. It takes time to build. It's okay to sing that song, but you have to do it. If you want to move from walking to flying, <laughs> you're going to spend time. Sit down. I said Proverbs chapter 24, verse 10, right? Read it together loud as you can. One, two, go. Read it again. One, two, go. See, let me tell you something. The realm of the Spirit is a game of strength. Never forget what I'm saying. It's a game of strength. You have to build stamina. And it says, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. See, it's time to be honest with yourself. It's not about titles. 
It's not about whatever appellations come with your name and what they call you online and how they hail you. There has to be more to your life. A rock behind you. A foundation under your feet. He said, if, you, if your strength fails in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Your strength is little. Build stamina. Build stamina. And that text I just quoted in passing when we are singing that song tells you how. It says, they that wait upon the Lord. It says, they shall renew their strength. They shall walk and not be weary, run and not faint. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. I don't know if that's why you came. I asked the question. I said, I don't know if that's why you came. When you do that, it will show in the way you handle temptations. Ah, Jesus said, the spirit is willing, the flesh is weak. <laughs> that means handling temptation is also a matter of strength. The spirit is willing, the flesh is weak. He said, pray. <laughs> So if you find yourself in that dichotomy where your spirit wants to do something and your flesh is the problem, what did he say you should do? It works. It works in spiritual warfare. There are kinds of demoniacal forces that are described by strength. It's very interesting that they are described by strength. They are simply called strong men. And so if the, the Jesus said, when a strong man keeps his house, it will take a stronger man than he to take away all the armor in which he trusts. You will see a lot of that in this camp meeting. Hallelujah. It's always somehow cute to see them cry. There was, there was a video I was watching, a playback you know, from the healing service. Did you want to cry? I said, sorry now. It's not me, it's God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amaniakata. Are you with me? Let's build stamina together. There are some things, some trials, some problems you left at home. If you build stamina, they will leave before you come back. Amen. They will. They will. It's about stamina. Let's build stamina. No matter who you are, listen, I myself am here to build stamina. No matter what you've done, you can do better. No matter what you're seeing, you can see more. We press on for the mark of the high calling of God. It is not about how, you know, the praise of men. God has a standard. You measure the success of your life not by what others are doing, but by the provision of God for your destiny. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you ask yourself, at this point in my walk with God, what should I be seeing? What should I be doing? What should I be seeing? That's the question. The mark of the price of the high calling of God. That's your marking scheme. 
We have come to the Father. We have come to renew strength. We have come unto you, Lord. We have come. We have come to the Father. We have come to renew strength. We have come unto you, Lord. We have come. Hey, we have come to the Father. We have Because it's strength that you are going for. 30 minutes will not be enough. Hallelujah. Gym experts will tell you, if you want to build muscle, you must always go past your last limit. Even if it's a little. Go past. The same works in the realm of the spirit. You press. You press. You press. You press. If it's strength after, one hour may not be enough. So if you're here thinking, oh, we've prayed for so long. You are missing the point. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. I didn't plan to teach on this. And I'm going to teach on this extensively later. Go and study the history of Christian devotion. How did men start fasting? It wasn't that someone said, oh, you know what? Let's wait 40 days. Eh, 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 eh. A man entered a realm where he became less conscious of time. It was when he came down, it was others that were counting. His major priority was what he was set to achieve. Put his head in between his knees 40 days. He tapped into an energy that is extraterrestrial, something beyond this realm that suspended. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's not normal naturally. So he didn't even say, oh, I'm, go I'm going to do away with food. Sometimes that's good. But sometimes it is necessity that just makes it irresponsible. Have you found yourself in a position where it seems irresponsible to be found eating? Which one of you will hear of a casualty? Maybe a relative passed on and you just say, oh, oh my God, may so rest in peace. And you're eating. It, listen, that's how it works. So sometimes we are conscious of the devotion. I'm going to fast. I'm going to pray. Go and study. That's not how fasting started. Sometimes it's necessity that will drive you. It just doesn't occur to you to eat. So as a beginner, you might be checking your time. Okay, I've prayed one hour now. Wow, I really tried. You are missing the point. You are missing the what? You know that you have prayed when you have warmed your spirits. Not when you have prayed one hour. I don't know how we set this time limit in our mind. It's a limit. You stop when the job is done. Eh? It's called a note of victory. You warm your spirit. Warm it. Let me tell you something. If you can warm your spirit every day, if you can make sure you won't step out of your house until you have warmed your spirit, oh, what a life you will live. What a life. We have come to the Father. We have come. We have come unto you, Lord. We have come unto you. 
Say, we have come. In the realm of the Spirit, it's very powerful to say what you came for. We have come unto you, Lord. There is an aspect of Christian devotion that only answers to tenacity. Keep on asking. Present continuous. <laughs> if you learn this, the devil will think twice before he tries you. Because he knows you would never leave. Go to the school of Jacob. Where you learn how to hold someone and say, I will not let go. <laughs> if you learn this thing, your life will change. See, it was from sun up to sun down. From sun down to sun up. He held like this. He held. He held. This thing must change. My life must change. My name must change. I am tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. Listen, God, see, energy levels must change. <laughs> the results must change. I might have been praying before, but now, <laughs> now, 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 see, if I pray so long and my voice breaks, no problem. Like you will often hear me say, a broken voice is better than a broken life. I will hold on. I will press. Don't look at anybody. Oh. Let your profiting appear to all. Your profiting must appear by the time you are done. That's how we judge. Not, oh, I prayed six hours. Why are you telling us? It ought to show. 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 Are you ready? Take a position. Pray. Stop waiting for, in Jesus' name we pray. Pray until you have warmed your spirit. Begin to pray right now. Thank you for listening. We are sure that you have been blessed. For inquiries, reach us on our helpline 0809-996-7000. Blessings.